and welcome to the TPM podcast. That's short for Theology of Plain Men. We're just a group of guys that are trying to take hold of spiritual truth and apply it to our lives in a way that is realistic and good to do for people that aren't pastors, that aren't theologians, that aren't uh, professional Christians, as they say. So I'm here with Matt and Zach. Hey, Andre. Yep. My name's Andre. Thank you for that. We often <laughs> forget to introduce ourselves when we're talking. And this is actually an intro episode. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Nick is on the screen. So Nick isn't physically present with us. So, <laughs> so we don't care. So, about him. so apparently I don't care about him. I appreciate <laughs> Zach's here because he's producing, but he's actually not on the podcast. Yeah. Maybe that's where I got thrown off. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome, I love, guys. I love you, Nick. Nick is joining us from Texas over the Zoom. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we're excited to intro a new series today. Uh, the series is going to be on spiritual disciplines. Um, so we're just going to kind of give our listeners an overview of what's coming, um, the way that we're going to approach it, and what our kind of whatever, why you should care about. Um, the next few episodes that are coming down the pike. Um, so spiritual disciplines is <clears throat> a topic that I've heard about kind of a smattering throughout my life as a Christian. Um, <clears throat> I think, well, let's just start with the definition, I guess. So there are a few out there, and they kind of revolve around the same idea. So I think I think it might be helpful to hit a couple. Uh, DesiringGod.org is a, a favorite website of ours. Um and it states that the spiritual disciplines are those practices found in Scripture that promote spiritual growth among believers in the gospel of Jesus Christ. They are habits of devotion, habits of experiential Christianity that have been practiced by God's people since biblical times. Or if you're Matt, experimental Ex- Christianity. Yeah, we really do. We- that's a whole other podcast series, guys. <laughs> uh, I think it's I think it's important to to look at the word habits in those definitions. I won't say much more about that quite yet, but uh, just to highlight that. And and then gotquestions.org, another favorite website, uh, describes spiritual disciplines uh, in this way. Spiritual disciplines can be described as those behaviors that augment our spiritual growth and enable us to grow to spiritual maturity. Uh, augment is not really a plain man term, is it? But uh, so I think those are helpful, and they're they're pretty harmonious. These are active, and sometimes, yeah. Well, I'll say active in all in all cases, things that we are <clears throat> pursuing to add to our life, or we're pursuing to withhold from our life. In certain examples, that are all aimed at growing closer to Christ. Um, in relationship. And I think it's important to acknowledge that they're called disciplines because they have this in common, that they are not intuitive or convenient. Um, and I think that's where disciplines comes into play. Um, we'll talk a little bit about uh, how we need to navigate them in a way that avoids making them up to be legalistic obligations. I think that's going to be a really dicey um, thing to deal with on all of these spiritual disciplines, and I hope we we hit that. So, Matt and Nick, that's my that's my bit. What what um, initial reactions do you have to the idea of spiritual disciplines? 
I'm excited to work through this with you guys. I, I'm not really familiar with the topic um, in the churches I've grown up in. We didn't talk about spiritual disciplines. I think as we, we go into it a little bit more, it'll start to make more sense. and We'll, we'll get through what it means and probably will become more recognizable. But under the, the guise of the term spiritual disciplines, um, <laughs> I don't have a ton of thoughts. So it, it'll be fun to learn and grow with you guys um, and, and the other TPM uh, gentlemen who, uh, who will help us out here along the way. Um, yeah, Nick, I'm curious though, have you heard about this? this is this something you, you're, uh, really chomping at the bit to talk about? Um, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I am looking forward to helping record a couple podcasts in this series and listen to the rest. Honestly, um, this is a kind of topic that in the churches I grew up in, um, in some churches was not mentioned at all and other churches, uh, mentioned briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to discussion like like you, Matt. Uh, one thing I wanted to throw to the group is just at a really high level, why do we think life as a Christian is important to, ha- to have spiritual discipline or habits that form these disciplines? Like what about life makes this pursuit even important? Like why why are they important, I guess? What are you, or any thoughts on that? Yeah, that's a really... Good prompting question. I think at the base of it, it is because we are sinful by default. And so that disposition of selfishness and, I mean, fundamentally selfishness, also pride, I think is another base sin that that bleeds out into a lot of other ones. But that state does not automatically incline us to draw near to God to become closer to him, to take hold of the attributes and the characteristics that he has, to appreciate the world that he has created and the, the way that he has designed life to be carried out. And so because that is not our natural inclination, that is our natural inclination to reject those things and to be self-centered, we need to exercise discipline in pointing ourselves back to him, to take hold of those things that are that are good and right and true. Um, and so, you know, if, if we don't do that, we're just passively kind of floating and existing. And, and sure, we might believe these things to be true, and that's, that's excellent, but without an active discipline towards Christ, we're, we're not just going to automatically drift in his direction. We're actually going to automatically drift away, I think. And that was mind-blowing when I first heard that. I remember um, being at church, I think my sophomore year of college, and them talking about it, the fact that you actively need to be working toward... Because um, even as Christians, even though we are, uh, you know, the Bible calls us new creatures, um, you know, resurrected with Christ, all of these things, we still have a tendency of, you know, being selfish. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, as you grow through life and as you pursue God and His holiness, that, that becomes less and less. But that isn't just a passive thing. It's active. Um, and, and I compare it to a lot of other categories of my life, right? So I know with my career uh, and my job, I have to have a development plan. I have to, you know, submit that as part of my work and say, this is, these are the steps of growth I'm taking. Or maybe it's my physical fitness. Maybe I have a plan about whether it's going to lose weight or run a marathon or, you know, bike so many miles a week. Um, you usually have like steps, like physical active steps. It's not just be healthy, right? Because if, if you do that, I mean, it's probably not going to be that effective. So why then with spirituality and our growth and our relationship with God, why shouldn't we be having more concrete physical like 
parts of our spiritual walk that we can, you know, grow in and focus on. I, I think that's helpful, right? Mm-hmm. I totally agree. That's, yeah, the way that you phrase that reminds me of kind of what I was have been saying as my little New Year's resolution for 2021 has been like the theme of what are you waiting for is kind of what, what the way I've said it. Because I had a realization that I felt like for some reason over the past several years, I found myself like feeling that I was waiting for something in order to take hold of some of these things and to pursue certain spiritual disciplines. And actually, that's exactly what it is. I mean, th- that New Year's resolution is one of spiritual disciplines. I wanted to read my Bible more. I wanted to pray more consistently. And um, not because I felt like I needed to, that it was some obligation that I needed to fulfill in order to be right with God, but because it was just something that in my life I've seen be really fruitful and really amazing and drawn me closer to God. Uh, and, and I've just kind of like felt like I fell away from that to a degree and 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 that was kind of justified by this like okay well I'll I'll get better about that when I'm in some other situation of life like I don't know exactly what it was I was waiting for and maybe that's why I'm calling it what are you waiting for because I had a realization towards the end of last year that was like yeah I really feel like I'm waiting for something like and and as I think about it it's like there's nothing there's no need to hold back or to wait in order to pursue these spiritual disciplines and so that's something, yeah, I've been thinking a lot about this year, and it didn't even occur to me until you put it that way, Matt. Yeah, um, I, I, I understand. I, I can empathize with all of that. Um, I guess one, one thing I wanted to put out there was uh, getting into a, a one quick passage of Scripture before we, we wrap up this intro here. Um, so First Timothy is a book written by Paul to Timothy, and it's talking a lot about... Um, growth in the faith, right? So Timothy, one of his followers, he's a younger Christian in comparison. And a lot of what he's trying to admonish him in is, you know, grow, lead, take positions, don't let other people talk down to you, these sort of things. Um, and so in that, in chapter four, he, uh, in verses six and seven, he says, and this is from the ESV, he says, uh, if you put these things before your brothers, you'll be a good servant of Christ Jesus, being trained in the words of the faith and of the good doctrine that you have followed. Have nothing to do with irreverent, silly myths, Rather, train yourselves for godliness. While bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds the pro- as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. And he goes on and explains a little bit more. But I feel like that's a good kind of like thesis uh, passage, right, it's about perfect. what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. So I alluded earlier to this, what I think will be a recurring theme in this series as we hit topics like scripture reading and prayer and some of the smaller, more miscellaneous spiritual disciplines that you may not have even heard of. Secrecy is my favorite one of those, and obviously we'll talk about it, but who knew? Uh, (laughs) At least I didn't. Uh, Something that I think we need to hit on all of those that really will matter is how do we keep this from being a a kind of legalistic, is a term we use a lot, uh, pursuit that is done in order to maybe to please God and some of those, you know, some of that, those kind of out of whack relationship elements, like, you know, like having to please God or having to earn your right standing. Um, and, but to do them out of, out of joy and out of reverence. Um, uh, I think that it's going to be a major part of it because the word discipline is right in there and discipline feels like something you're working really hard to do. Well, there's a, there's such thing as pushing that too far, so I want to be sensitive to that as we go about this. 
Yeah, I've been I've been loving uh, both those last two things. Um, to to go back to the passage Matt referenced in First Timothy, um, yeah, verse eight: for physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things. Um, just thinking through what Matt mentioned earlier is that we as people, I think naturally we have ambitions, we have goals, and the way we achieve those often is through discipline and through habits, and I think what stands out in this passage in first Timothy is physical training is of some value. And in my mind, I think when I see that phrase, how diligently some people pursue physical training, um, their dedication towards it uh, for some people, let's say athletes is, is great, is consistent, is um, taking up their time and has a high value for them. And through all of that, being in the state of physically trained, that's of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and life to come. So that's one of those phrases I read and ask myself, this thing has some value and we pursue it so, so diligently so much in some cases, how much more is it worth intentionally thinking about striving for godliness? that that verse just jumps out to say that to me yeah and i think that that gets at the why right you know that there's so much to be gained in nearness to christ and you know we we experience some of that even when we're not kind of kind of when we're giving half our effort to pursuing spiritual disciplines but if we were to pursue it in the way that certain athletes are pursuing their physical fitness even, you know, kind of weekend warrior types are pursuing their physical fitness. Like, yeah, I just cannot imagine the sort of uh, just uh, enlightenment is kind of a <laughs> dicey word, but just like experience and and um, closeness to God that could be could be felt and known um, uh, as a result of that. So I'm excited. I'm really excited to explore this topic with you and uh with you guys and with the tpm members not present um i think it's going to be a really really edifying uh series and we're excited to do that with our listeners talk to you soon